Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. This is Coogan Cassis for IFL TV. We're at Round 10 Boxing Club here in Dubai. I'm joined by Jamie Moore, who's had a very busy morning. Yeah, well, mate. You okay? Yeah, good. Yeah. I said you've had a busy morning, haven't you? I was just like... Seeing you doing like 100 things at once, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've, uh, we're over here. Me, Jack, Chantel, Akib, Fiaz and Cameron Vyong. So, uh, busy, busy morning. And Sam Jones is just like tagged along, isn't he? Because I was thinking, why are you here? Like, what's yeah, Sam here for? But just part, part of the team bonding, I suppose. Chief, chief brewer-upper and chief bucket carrier is for, for camp. <laughs> um, you've got Sam, a very... Sam, can I have a cup of tea, please? Yeah, thank you. No, we're just talking about how you, like, you're only here to like brew up and things like that. To be fair, to be fair, I've heard he does, but I don't drink tea. Oh, oh. Um, no, he didn't like that at all. Look, he's actually still fuming about it. So absolutely fuming. A very busy end of the year for you now, uh, between now and well, pretty much till, till Christmas. So, yeah, just you've got all different fighters at all different kind of not stages and levels, yeah. We have, yeah. So Cameron's got his debut 7th of October in Sheffield. And then we've got, um, well, in between, I think Mark Leach's fight is looking like it might be moved to the 6th of October. Um, but we've also got Jack and Akib on the same bill, 21st of October in Liverpool. And then Chantel, 25th of November. And in between that, I think Cameron's going to be fighting again. We've got Lerone Harrison out fighting. Still waiting to see what's happening with Sean McGoldrick. Um, oh, God, I don't want to miss anyone out. We've got Steve, Stephen Wars looking for a date still. Um, I think that's it. God, I, don't, I hope I've not missed anyone there. OK, yeah, so like I said, a, a bit, period between now and pretty much Christmas, yeah, you're literally uh, flat out, but you wouldn't have it any other way, would you? Not really. You know, we... Like it's not a, it's not a job, is it? I mean, we're out here in Dubai training, and uh, God, you miss you miss your family and stuff. But there's no there's no better place to be. I mean, the, the facilities are a, a brilliant here. We always get well looked after, and um, the heat training in this type of heat is just another level. So it gets them in great shape, and it breaks the training camp up as well. So it's not you know we're in our gym nearly every day. So it just makes it a, a change of scenery. Just breaks it up and keeps them fresh. Um. Just want to uh, get your thoughts also on last weekend's uh, fight in Manchester uh, between um, Liam Smith and uh, Chris Eubank Jr. Obviously, Chris Eubank Jr. Uh, avenging his defeat in the first fight. Um, what, what did you make of Eubank's performance? Listen, you can't take any, anything away from Eubank's 
performed unbelievably. I thought he was really, really good. Um, you could tell Liam was flat, and you know, don't want to make excuses for him, but but it's not easy to look good against someone like that. But but nevertheless, you can't take anything away from Chris. He he, uh, he performed brilliantly. I didn't think he was going to be able to do that. Um, I, I thought the same sort of generally what happens in rematches is the same result, but sometimes easier. Um, but take it after him, he was an unbelievable performance. I thought his uppercuts was really, really good. His body work and his uppercuts was fantastic. So, uh, yeah, that's off to him. There is, um, well, it's not just as a result of Eubank winning. This has been obviously spoken about for quite some time ago since their fight fell out almost a year ago between Conor Bennett and Chris Eubank Jr. But that fight, it still kind of seems to be the, the natural fight for Chris Eubank and Conor Ben to have next for their careers. Still or not? Well, I mean, it's, it's whatever people want to see. You know, the, the, you've got to go off what the, the public or the crowd, the fans demand. Um, I don't know. From, from what I can gather online, it's mixed reviews. So there's still people sceptical about the Conor Ben situation. There's, there's still people who want to see that fight. So before any of the controversy, um, even though the, the weight was an issue, I... I I was mad for that fight, you know, because of the nostalgia of it and stuff. And I'm a huge Nigel Ben fan. I always have been since I was a kid. So, um, so you know, the 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 build up to it and the the adverts and sort of the um, comparison to the dads and stuff like that was brilliant. Um, but you know, whether that moving forward now, um, if the fight's going to happen, and and if it will still be as big and as popular as it was originally, it just remains to be seen. Yeah, interesting to see. Obviously, um, I think Conor Ben obviously will come back. He hasn't fought for I think it's eighteen months. So I'm assuming that he'll kind of come back first before a potential fight with with Eubank. But I don't know. There's a lot of it's been spoken about for so long now. It's almost not become boring, but it's almost like right. Well, is that going to happen or is it not? But we'll wait and see. Yeah, a lot of, there's a lot of questions what people want to want to ask, and they, and there's probably a lot of questions what are still unanswered. Um, whether they'll get answered or not, I don't know. But sometimes they, they never do. Let me um, ask you your opinion on this situation, which is again week by week. There's some sort of development to um, the topic of of testing, drug testing. Um, Eddie Hearn has come out the other day and said that every show for from whatever point from now will have VADA testing. So whatever level of show he's having, VADA testing all the way through it, which is quite a big statement to make. Um, has Good. chucked the, the gauntlet to the other promoters to see whether they're going to follow suit. Um, but yeah, well, it's quite a strong move that from Eddie um, to do that. Big, big statement and, and it's a good move. Um, whether, whether it's financially viable for everyone remains to be seen again. But if, if we're going to move forward as a sport and, and get respect back for it after what's happened recently, then things like that need to happen. So, so I take my hat off to Eddie for, for saying that. Um, hopefully he follows it through. Um, the big issue I've got with the testing procedure is not necessarily, like obviously it's, it's happening more regular and that's why people, and it's more stringent now as well, which is why, why more people are getting caught. So I don't think more people are, are cheating. I think they're just getting caught more often. The problem I've got with it is it's always, the results are always after the fight and that's not going to stop an, an injury or a fatality if that person gain, gains an advantage. Um, so 
we need to get to the stage where when the testing's done, the results are processed quicker because I don't see the point in doing testing and someone failing, but you don't find out the results till after the fight. Yeah, I mean, this is something that, again, has been spoken about. Um, we saw, uh, like, Ben Shalom's comments over that kind of the fight week testing to the results not coming back before a fight. And But also, Chris Eubank did post um, last Friday before the fight that he was being tested on that Friday, I believe. Um, so, yeah. Did, did so, so he's been tested on the Friday, but you won't get the results back till after the fight, which, to me, is insane. Now, surely, I understand if during camp there can be a, you know, I don't know if it's the same sort of thing. I'm guessing here because I'm not a, a drug tester. I'm not in a lab. I don't do the, the analysis. But if you pay a bit more money, you get the results back quicker on most things. Yeah, see, I spoke to Eddie about this and he said it's not that straightforward. Like, there are people, I've, I've read loads of comments from people saying that, yeah, if you can kind of, like, like pay for something to, to arrive in results. theory, but I don't think... I had blood test results done privately, yeah, and I got the results back two days later, and that was nothing serious. Or you do it through the NHS, and it probably takes about six months. So that's what I'm saying to you. So there, is, there must be um, a series of events what can happen where in a situation where it's the day before the fight, they can get the test results. The problem you've probably got there is the promoters going... I don't want the test results coming back tomorrow because if, if they come back positive, the event's going to fall through. And that's not the right reason not to stop the event from going forward. But I understand why would you want to do 10, 12 weeks work and for it to fall through. But people's lives are at risk. So, again, when I was mentioning this to, um, to Eddie a, a few days ago, he said that... Like, what's the answer to that then? Just not have the testing in the week then? Do you know what I mean? Or, exactly. Well, but he's saying that wouldn't, regardless of whether the results, when they come, we're still, if they're failing, we're still finding out that they're failing. But I get what you're saying, because what, what happens if well, something, something happens? No, exactly. So I wouldn't want the event to fall through, not necessarily for the, for the person who's failed the test, not at all, but for the rest of the undercard, because all these My Fighters, for instance, could be on the undercard and they, and they don't earn a living. They, and, I, and I think this happens, and I've heard about it happening before, is when it's a big card, or even when it's, I think you should always have a, a backup opponent or someone on standby, it won't cost a fortune to get someone to be training alongside someone for the, sort of a month or so before it, and if something did happen, then you've got a live opponent who's ready to step in at the last minute. That's probably a, an option. But again, that's more money. It's interesting. It'd just be good to see um, all the promoters um, kind of all singing off the same sheet rather than kind of having swipes at each other over, you know, different... How Eddie's handling, like I said, drug testing... And then should be all on the same page is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, something I did want to talk to you about actually uh, uh, this topic of three minute rounds uh, for uh, Chantel and Katie Taylor. Unlikely, do you think? It's not going to happen. I can't see it happening because I saw Serrano's comment underneath it and she said that they'd asked for, for three minute rounds with Katie and it just wasn't an option. So I love the fact that Chantel wants to do it and I think the only way we're going to move forward in terms of getting the same level of respect for the women as we are the men, it's probably the final hurdle really now is because I think we've come so far with women's boxing and 
and Kate and Chantelle and everyone else who's who's been taking part over the last few years have really made a statement and sort of stamped their authority on the sport. But that's probably the only thing what's going to stop them from being on a, on a level playing field with the men is the the two minute rounds and and the sort of ten twos instead of twelve threes for championship fights. It doesn't make sense to me, Coog, that they turn from amateur to professional and when they're boxing at the highest level in the amateurs, which is three minute rounds, they then turn professional and drop to twos. Doesn't make sense to me. So, and I know Chantel could definitely do it. I think they should be doing it, but I don't think it'll happen. Uh, am I right in thinking that Nicola Adams, uh, she fought one of her fights as three minute rounds? I'm, that's news to me. I, I, if she did, then... Well, no, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty certain that... That's, Sam, quick one. Nicola Adams fought, fought a fight with three-minute rounds, didn't she? Nicola Adams, she fought three-minute rounds, didn't she, in one of her fights? I believe so, yeah. I believe so. Was it See? That, was it the that's the way. One? Yeah, that's the way moving forward. I've seen, actually, today, the WBC... A few years ago. No, I'll, I'll get out of the way. No, I think, oh. I think, I think, I think was it the one at Royal Albert Hall? I really don't know. There was, there was definitely a... Nicola Adams... Fight, <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah, but, you see... These, um... The, I've just I've just seen the WBC have said that they won't sanction the fight if it's three minute rounds as well, which is insane. Doesn't make sense because you know it's a, so it definitely ain't gonna happen, is it? No. Yeah, but 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 why though? I mean, to, to me that's discrimination. If you're saying you're not going to do it because it's women, is it is is madness? Just that's crazy statement I've seen around all all the comments. That was the worst one I've seen. Yeah, I mean I hadn't seen that, but yeah, that's. Yeah, that's quite strange if that is the case, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're not going to sanction this because women can't do three-minute rounds. That's like, man, that's mental. OK, um, all right, well, Jamie, listen, appreciate your time. I know you guys are here for a, a few more days, so we'll catch up with the rest of your team as the week goes on. Is there anything else, anything else you'd like to say? Not really, I'm just going to go and see the chiropractor now and get my backside out because these people keep beating me up on a daily basis and it's not on. How, how was your weekend last weekend? Um, listen, it could have been better. Obviously, um, Dave didn't perform as, as well as he can. But um, but listen, this, these things happen in boxing. And, uh, it, you know, his, his ear had gone, his, his jaw was in a bad way. He, he couldn't get into the fight and I wasn't going to see him just keep taking shots um, and leave him in there when he wasn't fit to be in there. So it's my job to protect him. From, from himself so uh, so yeah you know it's not, it's not ideal but he lives to fight another day if he wants to yeah I, do you know what I wasn't actually making reference to Saturday I was I was asking how your Sunday went to be honest with you like, like, talking about football no I'm just saying how did your Sunday go you talking about football well it didn't go great to be honest because I was sat in my garden so I've set, I've set it up nice in my garden now where, where, where I can get my telly and my doors are open and I can turn it and I'm sat in the garden watching the TV, I feel like I'm on holiday because it was nice the weather. And in the 87th minute, I'm on my own, jumping around my garden, celebrating. Because Garnacho's yeah. pulled the winner in and he did and we got ripped. It wasn't offside. No, don't tell me hundred percent offside. A hundred percent offside. And then, Gabriel. And then, to make it ten times worse, in the ninety-sixth minute or whatever it was, 
And I'm not, you know what? Why do you even talk about football? No, no. I was asking you about that, your weekend, about Sunday, and then you would, went deep into Dave Allen's um, flight. But um, no, it's all right. Listen, it's, it's only football. It's, it's, it, don't, it doesn't really mean That's anything, does it? Most right? patronising arm grab I've ever seen in my life. Fuck. Mate, mate. JB Moore, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV, and uh, yeah, we'll definitely catch up with you again soon, mate. Top man. Sports Social Podcast Network.